Hello and welcome to the podcast, How I Create an Infographic, Part 2. In the first part of How I Create an Infographic, I focus on some um, basic things that you should know when creating an infographic. In this podcast, um, I will tell you some uh, more details about um, creating infographics. And I will also answer some questions that um, people approached me with since the last episode of How I Create an Infographic. Here and there, I receive emails from design students and also from, from design professors that teach uh, infographic design who ask me which online tools I would recommend to create professional infographics. And my honest answer is none. I, as a designer, don't use any online tools. I design infographics from scratch with Adobe Illustrator. I mean, this is my job. The problem with such online tools you know, they might be handy if you need to create a free or cheap infographic very quickly, but most of these infographics simply look the same or very similar. And because so many infographics look so similar, then the chance of people clicking on those infographics or consuming them is, of course, smaller because they look like most other infographics too when you use online templates. Also, it tempts non-designers to design an infographic. That means that people who have no design expertise think such an online tool could substitute the lacking design expertise. However, this is not the case. And this is, this is where the problem lies. Because since there are more and more online tools out there, I keep seeing more and more poorly done infographics, more than good ones, unfortunately. And this is the dilemma. You cannot create a great infographic without any design expertise about colors, shapes, typography, and so on. This is mostly the point where infographic projects fail. So my honest opinion, don't use online tools. Either you simply don't create an infographic at all, just skip it, or you hire a professional designer. That's my honest opinion about that. Um, the next important thing, data structure execution. The order of these steps that need to be taken in the course of an infographic creation play an important role that should not be underestimated because the readability of an infographic has a lot to do with the structure of an infographic. So don't just use a template from the internet and chuck your data into it. Number one, first you need the data. Number two, very important, you build a structure based on this data, which is a rough grid, so to speak, that adds logic to the infographic. And number three is the execution. Then you should create the infographic, not before. So never start designing an infographic before you have an actual plan of how the infographic uh, will look at the end. The next important thing is visual anchor points. Um, especially infographics that are quite long and tell a complex story need visual anchor points. The entire information is visually split into small groups and you don't lose your orientation. I want to show you an example, uh, which you see on my website and you see the link to that page in the podcast description. The infographic is called Heart Attacks on the Rise and you see uh, light blue bars that split up the infographic in different data groups. So this is your orientation here. That's always nice, especially with long infographics, that you have visual anchor points. The next thing is that um, I find graphics should be more prominent than text, obviously. I mean, it's called infographic, not infotext, right? Um, it's important that the text in infographics is not too long or elaborating PR text. 
have it short and to the point keep it short and simple because the text shall support the graphic and not upside down because you don't want to have a lot of text and just chuck a symbol there just to have something graphic graphic graphically designed or even downloaded from the internet so there should be more graphic than text the text should support the graphic not vice versa um, infographics are all about showing relations between different things and different data. This means you have to visualize these relations with a graphic or an icon. Of course, this can only work when you design everything yourself. A few examples of relations can be seen on my website. I'll put the um, link in the podcast description. One example is inflation rates in different countries. Um, that was already several years ago, I don't know, at least five years ago or six years ago, where I created an infographic to show inflation rates in different countries and countries with very high inflation rates like India, over 9% are um, written in a quite big font and inflation rates with a smaller, or country, sorry, countries with a smaller inflation rate, like let's say Germany, 1.98%, are visualized in a much smaller font. So you see the relation in font size here. Um, the next one, the next example is Olympic Winter Games in Innsbruck. Um, you can see the relation between male and female athletes on my website very easily. Another example is an infographic about water usage in Germany. Um, I show that only 8% accounts for private households. And I show this and I visualize this in a black or dark gray uh, water drop which is 100% of the water usage per year in Germany. And the bottom bit, uh, only small bottom bit is um, light green. And this is this represents 8% usage for private households. And these 8%, this green part is split up again into 35% bath and shower, 31% toilet, 15% uh, washing, and the rest for other things. Um, so... I visualized uh, a small part of the of a water drop that is the bottom of the water drop in light green to show how little water usage there is in private households compared to the overall water usage in Germany. And this way, so again, you see those examples on my website. The link is in the podcast description. This way of visualizing relations, you of course cannot download from the internet. You have to draw this yourself and this is what i mean with don't simply download templates from the internet or icons from the internet because you can't work like that if you download icons from the internet like uh, men and women i use for the toilet symbol in my example you should definitely amend the symbols to make them match the look of the rest of the infographic like do you have straight corners do you have round corners etc I recommend SVG files here because you can open SVG files in any version of Adobe Illustrator without problems, no matter if with or without cloud. And then you can adapt these symbols without any quality loss. So be careful, don't use symbols from the internet from various sources and wildly mix them with, with uh, that will definitely make your infographic look cluttered, messy and unprofessional. So be careful with any icons you download from the internet. The next very, very important thing, this is crucial for the credibility of your infographic, calculations. Graphics have to be displayed correctly. Wrong graphics and diagrams make an infographic non-credible. A good knowledge in maths is definitely required here and there. 
um, also on my website you see an example this was um, a survey among um, test eaters in a restaurant chain worldwide and 100% of the data equals a half circle so a full circle as you know is 360 degrees means a half circle is 180 degrees so 100% of the data equals um, 180 degrees which is the half circle so then I have let's say 94% unacceptable so when 100% equal 180 degrees how many degrees equal 94% of that unacceptable data <laughs> so you already see um, it really it really is a bit tricky and there were three or four steps involved in order to to, to calculate this and to visualize this correctly in Adobe Illustrator. But you see more about that on my website. You can see how the actual graphic looks like. So I guess you get a feeling for the maths level you have to get to in order to draw correct infographic elements here. Maths really plays a big role in infographics. Don't underestimate that. Apart from static infographics for print and digital, you can of course also create animated web infographics. Um, you can see an example by clicking in the link that you see in the podcast description. This is about five years HCG corporate designs. Um, I created every design element from scratch in Adobe Illustrator and then I created this HTML5 based um, web infographic with slight animations. If you like to animate an infographic that can be used as a picture file to embed in your website or on social media, for example, a GIF graphic might be a perfect thing for you here. Um, this is a GIF file which shows the animation as autoplay frames. However, very important again, the infographic as such still has to be created in a vector program up front. Um, as an inspiration, I created a free app for iPads a few years ago, so that was already 2014. And in that app you see some static as well as animated infographics that I created until 2014. So that's quite a while ago. Um, already so the the later iOS versions of course are not 100% compatible anymore with all animations but I put the link for you in the podcast description and you might want to download this app this free app if you have an iPad it's quite nice to look at 